The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Varel, coast to coast. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast on a pain-free Friday, we bring in Brian Ciano to talk the fight game mafia. Let's start with Joshua and Usyk uh, from last week. Now, look, uh, Usyk won a split, and really what it showed me was, because uh, I'm not afraid of him. Uh, I, you know, uh, we'll get to Tyson Fury in a second of what I think he'll do to uh, Usyk. Uh, but, uh, you know, what it showed me was is how bad Joshua really is because right. uh, we, all we hear about for the last several years is the only guy that matters in the UK is, you know, Anthony Joshua, and that we should see a, a fight with Fury and Joshua and make tons of money. They'd have it at Wembley Stadium, all the rest. But he got beat again by this guy, and it was a split decision, and it really wasn't that great. And mm-hmm. Usyk wins, and now you know what it sets up with Fury. But what did Joshua do after the fight that everybody's talking about? Because I don't care uh, in the moment. I didn't know he he acted poorly. What happened? Yeah, he took two of Usyk's belts and threw them down on the mat, just kind of threw a little temper tantrum, and, you know, walk, walked out of the ring. And just went his separate way, didn't, like, stick around and do the interviews and, you know, do all the, the stuff post-fight and give him congratulations, really. He just really threw a temper tantrum, and that's – not surprising because this guy, that's what it's been like. You know, he's been handpicked. He's always, you know, as you said, it's been all about Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. And for how many years was it, you know, Joshua Wilder, we got to see these two. These two are the best. They couldn't get a deal together. And then in the interim, when it were like, looked like we're finally setting up after he, you know, gets that fight against the region, he's got to go through that tomato can that was a late replacement, right? No. Then he gets dropped by him because he doesn't take it serious. Comes back and beats him. But then again, you know, underestimates Usyk. Oh, this guy's a small cruiserweight. He's not a really heavyweight. He can't beat me. Loses to him, and then again in this fight, you know, gets beat again, a split decision or not. He got beat for a second time. You're not going to see a third one with them, obviously. You know, and he came out and said, though, to his credit afterwards, you know, through social media and interviews, said, listen, I, I was, I acted the way I shouldn't have. I'm embarrassed by how I behaved. You know, I was fighting my emotions, and I was fighting him at the, you know, the same time, and I lost both fights. You know, I acted like a child. I'm going to come back better. So, you know, at least he realizes that the way he performed, both in the ring and afterwards, was, you know, terrible and that he's going to come back better allegedly in December. He wants to fight again. But, you know, he just acted like a clown, looked like an idiot after he did not get the rematch win that he thought he was going to get, you know, trying to outbox a boxer. 
Well, I, I don't think he matters at all, but I'll tell you what, with the fight that Wilder's having with this joke that he's got uh, coming up, uh, what they should do is have Wilder kick this Hellenius's ass and then fight Joshua because neither one of them matter. Right, and then we'll finally see that fight that we were waiting, what, five, six years for? You know, the same thing as we had with Pacquiao and Merwith for those years. We were ducking each other, and finally it happened, you know, way too late. So we're going to get the same kind of situation because that's what boxing does. Guys avoid the other, you know, top challenger until it's too late for the most part, except guys like Tyson Fury or Anusik or guys like that. You know, I'm more interested in, uh, you know, Ortiz and Ruiz going at it than I am Deontay Wilder's next fight, to, tell, to be honest. Well, now we have, uh, you know... The Gypsy King saying, show me the money you got till September 1st to, you know, lay it on the table. Bob Arum and everyone involved knows this is the best heavyweight fight in the world at this point would be Usyk against Fury. And right. I think, uh, obviously, they're going to offer him the money. I, I think you're looking at giving uh, Fury $200 million for the fight. They're not going to give that to Usyk, but they're both going to get a ton of money. I did want to say uh, welcome to our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Do you believe I'm crazy in those numbers for Fury and Usyk? And I think they will fight. No, I don't think you're crazy at all. I think, you know, that's been the big thing for Fury. All, everything we've heard since he won that fight against, you know, that, that, that guy in April that no one cared about was, you know, with his retirement. Or then it was, I want all this money. Then it was, oh, I'm going to retire because he wasn't going to get that money. Then, oh, I'm back and I'm going to fight. Oh, I want to fight this guy. You know, no one cares about me fighting. It's all about the money for him. We know this. It's been back and forth, you know, throughout his career about getting the respect, getting the money. If you give him the money, you know, it's going to bring him back. He's going to be there. And more importantly, Scott, you know, if, I think for him, it's all about legacy and, you know, being proven that he's the best, too, because, you know, people didn't give him the credit after he beat the Klitschko's. If you become the first unified heavyweight champion in 20-plus years, the last time we had one was Lennox Lewis 20 years ago, then I think that gives you the legacy, the credit, and the other things that he wants besides all that cash, which you're going to get no matter what. So let's talk real quick about Leon Edwards. Uh, he said he'd be willing to fight Usman in London, otherwise Masvidal or Diaz. I got to tell you, uh, I'd rather have uh, an upset stomach than watch him fight Masvidal and Diaz. They're both, it's such BS that they're, you know, trying to sell me Masvidal and Diaz for every fight, every week. Just give me Usman and, and Edwards three then. Yeah, I mean, that's what Dana White's been hoping to do. That's what he's been looking for, allegedly looking for all these venues around London. He wants to make it happen at the O2, you know, at the Wembley there, so... That should be something they put together. It should be pretty easy for them because of how much, you know, this, it was an upset victory. He was getting his butt kicked for the second time before he landed that big kick that caught Usman sleeping there and put him to sleep. So, obviously, you got to make the trilogy. I don't think there's any other fight to make in that division. All those other guys have been run through by Usman before Edwards. So, Edwards got his crack. He got his win. But now you're going to see if he can hold on to it the same as we did after, you know, you had uh, the Lioness lose her belt. You got the immediate rematch. When you're that dominant champion, you have to get the rematch. Bare knuckle fighting in Albuquerque tomorrow. Uh, it's decent that fight, isn't it? Starling fighting uh, Ferrer. Yeah, Freya is the champion. The misfit is a badass. You will go watch her Instagram. She knocks down guys. That's how much power she has in her training. Fighting the Killer B, who you know really got her riled up, stealing her belt down in Knucklemania too. Uh, you would just put up that code there. You could go scan that and download the app from Sports Grid. Make sure you watch tomorrow night. It's gonna be awesome. The first fight in Albuquerque, first women's headlining fight. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I mean, honestly, Carver High, uh, between the uh, lion's share uh, stacks we've been making people and then the uh, money line and totals that we've been giving people, I'm surprised that, the you know, BetMGM people even answer the phone anymore when we call. I mean, we've been just taking so much money from them. You'd think that they'd just shut us off eventually, disconnect. They may, you know, cut off that cell phone access right into the sportsbook there with Jason Scott. It's unbelievable. The tear we're on. Uh, it is very true, uh, and now we will look at all of tonight's games, like you said, try to add on uh, to those props that we gave you earlier for the lion's share uh, here. Let's start, Scotty, in Miami, down at South Beach. The Dodgers are in town as they start a little East Coast road trip. They swept the Marlins in L.A. last weekend. Tonight, you get Tyler Anderson against Nance for the fish Dodgers minus 275, a uh, total of seven and a half in this one, Scotty. I mean, they're my number one play uh, on ForAllInEvents.com because they're just going to kick the Marlins' ass all weekend. There's no way they're stopping that freight train, throwing out Larry Nance to the mound. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your boy Nance with a five ERA somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I love Anderson and the Dodgers. Uh, and I got to be honest with you, uh, I think they're just going to roll the Marlins. The Marlins can't score runs. Uh, no, they cannot. Uh, could be another tough weekend for them against the Dodgers. Reds and the Nationals in D.C. this weekend, Scotty. Probably will not be pretty, but uh, we could cash some tickets. I told you earlier I like both of these teams to score a ton of runs. You've got Miner and Cavalli tonight. Nationals minus 150, total of nine. 
Yeah, it is a minor Cavalli, isn't it? When you got minor on the mound and he's two and ten uh, with a, yeah. almost a seven ERA, this guy gets absolutely imploded every time he pitches. I'm on the Nats and the over. The Phillies visit the Buccos in Pittsburgh this weekend. Please. Falter goes for them tonight. Mr. Wilson for the Pirates. Uh, Phillies minus 275. Total of nine tonight out at PNC. Yeah, you know, I'm on the Phillies here. The Pirates can't get out of their own way. I always read, you know, Bucks look to stop losing streak. How many times have I seen that headline <laughs> this year? Like 12? They have been absolutely folding up shop. It's Glad Bag City. I think the Phillies should take full advantage of the Bucks this weekend in Pittsburgh and kick their ass. I love the Phillies tonight over the Bucks. They're my number two play. It's weird. Like, the Pirates had, like, a two-month stretch there from, like, mid-May to mid-July where you were like, you know what? This team's got some promise. They got some young players. I mean, Gladback City, they have completely gone in the tank the last month. I mean, the Pirates just don't look like they want to be there whatsoever. They're 30 Next games to... under 500. That's, that's tough to do. And they're 30 games under 500, and there's teams worse than them. In Major yeah. League Baseball this year, the Nationals are 40 games yeah. under 500. I mean, that that is a tough scene. Uh, some of these really bad baseball teams playing out the stretch. Uh, Angels are another one of those really bad baseball teams. They are in Toronto this weekend against the Jays. Detmers goes for them tonight. Mitch White for the Blue Jays, minus 185, total of nine at Rogers. Yeah, I don't care who's... Uh, pitching, Detmers, White, it, it could be Nixon. All I know is uh, the Jays are going to roll the Angels tonight and the over at Rogers. Get ready. They just kicked the Red Sox teeth in, and now they're going to worry about the Angels? I don't think so. It is party time up there in Toronto tonight. More heavy lumber for the Mets tonight uh, with the Rockies in town, Scotty. Not as big as last night with DeGrom, but still – Minus 350 for the Bassett Hound. Chad, you're so cool, is back for the Rockies tonight. Total of eight in Queens. Yeah, it was 3-1 last night. We hit the heavy price. We still got you your 100 bucks on DeGrom. Yeah. No matter what, we were betting four uh, to win a buck, which was pathetic, but there's no way he was losing that game, and he pitched well again. Tonight, the Bassett Hound will do the same thing. They'll beat the Rockies, and this time they will hit the over because – Cool gives up six, seven runs a game when he pitches, and Bassett will probably give up three runs. So I like the over in the Mets, and the Mets are my number three play tonight. Rays have been on fire as they head to Fenway this weekend to play the Red Sox, who on the other side have been awful. Uh, they do have Michael Waka 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 going tonight. Shargoy is going, starting at least, as the opener for the Rays. Rays minus 105, Sox minus 115, total of nine at Fenway tonight. Yeah, I won't deny that uh, Waka's been great. So uh, I'll give him this. I'll give him the under tonight, but I'm not giving him the win because they never win anymore, and the Jays win every night uh, up there, and now the Rays are coming in after six straight wins. So I say the steam keeps coming, and it's more of the same. Tampa rolling doobies up at Fenway all weekend long, including tonight. 
Tigers and the Rangers in Arlington tonight. We have Alexander against Sea Otto. Rangers minus 165. Tigers plus a buck 35. Total of eight. I love the over here. Both teams, uh, pitchers stink. And uh, they're both, you know, high ERAs, four or five runs a game, automatic. Give me Texas. And I, I don't even care. I put it at like 14 in terms of my plays. So I think they'll beat the Tigers because who doesn't? Uh, everybody gets a crack at the Tigers, that's for sure. The Diamondbacks are in Chicago to take on the White Sox tonight. They're going to try not to drop any uh, foul balls here uh, and maybe close out some games. Johnny Cueto goes for Chicago. Henry is going for the Diamondbacks. Sox minus 165, eight and a half the total. I think this is a sharp play. It's Cueto and the under. Uh, he has been the only player on that team that you can count on every time he goes to work. I love Cueto tonight and the under, sharp as a knife. We've got the Orioles and the Astros. Big test for the Orioles this weekend, Scotty. They've been very good. Now they go to take on one of the better teams in the American League. They have Bradish going for them. Lance McCullers for the Strohs, minus 190. Orioles plus 155, total of eight tonight. Bradish just gives up too many runs for me, but he, he's barely pitched. So in, in short work, his resume is gives up six runs a game. That's all I need to know. They're at Minute Maid. Give me the Astros and the over, baby. Cubbies and the Brewers in Milwaukee. Freddie Peralta and the Steel Mill going for Chicago. The Brewers are minus 157.5 is the total. I like the under here and the Brewers, Mike. Uh, Kansas City hosts the Padres this weekend. Joe Musgrove gets the ball for the, the Padres. Bubich is going for the Royals. Padres road favorite, minus 185. Eight is the total. Here's another scenario. I'm on Musgrove and the Padres because they always beat crappy teams. They can't beat good teams. They beat bad teams. And Bubich here is going to get lit up tonight. I like San Diego in the over. Giants and the Twins, Alex Wood and Joe Ryan tonight. Twins minus 125, plus 105 for the Giants, seven and a half the total. I like the over and the Twins here. I'm going to take Ryan over, piece of wood. Atlanta and the Cardinals this weekend. Spencer Strider starts against Jose Quintana. Cardinals plus 135. Braves the road favorite, minus 165. Seven is the total. Well, before I even saw the number that they were, you know, minus a buck 65, I, I was on the Braves, high risk on the streets to win at Bush. I like Atlanta and the under here. Yankees have Garrett Cole at the ashtray. J.P. Sears and Roebuck goes for the A's. Heavy lumber for the Yanks, minus 250. Total six and a half in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take a risk on the over, and I'm taking Ace Ventura and the Yankees automatic. There you go. We'll come back. I've got one more baseball game, and then the first full Saturday, not full Saturday, of college football, week zero. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. I know that last game you're going to talk about is Seattle. I'm going to sprinkle some sea salt on Suarez to hit a walk-off home run in this game tonight. So thus, you know I'm on Seattle. Great matchup with Bieber and Gilbert Grape. So I'm going to take Logan Gilbert in that game and the under. So I thought I'd save you a lot of time because I know how thirsty you are for college football. Uh, very thirsty. So, yes, uh, Shane, don't call me Justin Bieber and Gilbert Grape going tonight. And you like a Eugenio Suarez yes. uh, long ball to win it. So I'll be on your boy Eugenio tonight as well. Before I get to the college, Scotty, an update on the story you were talking about uh, with Tim Graham earlier, which, of course, is Bill's punter, uh, Matt Areza. Uh, so we know the situation with him. The Bills are in Charlotte tonight to take on the Panthers Uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted that he is not going to punt or play for Buffalo tonight. Uh, Does not say he's been released. Does not say he's not on the team anymore, but he is not going to play tonight. Other guys who cover the Bills say he is not on the field warming up with the team. Everybody else is out there. So he is not going to be out there tonight. I don't know what that means. Maybe that means they're going to wait till he gets home to release him. Who knows? But he ain't playing tonight for the Bills, nor should he. Yeah, my guess is with the uh, swath of fans' reaction to this kid in Buffalo that Tim Graham and you both said that it is uh, unanimous, unanimous. They have turned on the punt god. He is finished in Buffalo. My guess is he will not survive tomorrow. Uh, Tonight he ain't playing. Tomorrow he's losing his job. And by next week he's probably in handcuffs. I do not see how you can admit if that's true which is what tim said that he admitted that he uh did it that he had sex with her and then he told her to get a an std uh test because he had chlamydia allegedly like are you kidding me then you can't make this stuff up if any of that is remotely true uh, i just don't understand how he's not in handcuffs already with the law that you said stands at 17 in california he is absolutely effed uh, yeah, uh, I think this is probably just a scenario. His career's where over. Maybe, 
But yeah, I mean, they can't. They probably. I mean, look, they're going to release him probably when they got to get him home first. They got to put him back on the plane, bring him back to Buffalo, and then release him. You know, he's already down there with the team. Not going to play him tonight. That's just my guess. That's what I think is probably going to happen. You'll find out sometime tomorrow afternoon the official announcement uh, from the team that he's out of there. All right. It is time, Scotty. Uh, week zero of the college football season. Next week, a full week of pain day. Uh, we're two weeks from that. College, we got Thursday, Friday, full Saturday next week. But we get a little taste this weekend on Saturday with some week zero games. And we will kick it off. In beautiful Dublin, Ireland, baby. That's right. At the Aviva, what a uh, just a majestic stadium they'll be playing in. I wish they had two better teams over there, but yeah. you get Nebraska and Northwestern over on the Emerald Isle to kick off the season. Let's hear from Scott Frost, Scott. He's going to be a big year for him because he's going to get fired if his team sucks. He knows that. Critical season for Frost. Here he is. I just wanted to show you the Aviva behind him. Here we go. We got a confident team, uh, a really close-knit team. Uh, we haven't hit any adversity yet, but when we do, I want to make sure that they keep attacking. Up, up 40, down 40, up 7, down 7. We need to be on the attack. And uh, our defense is dialed in. They know their calls. They know where they're supposed to be. They communicate well. They play hard. Um, it makes us to watch them. Well, I know that, uh, and I, believe me, I'm not like studying Nebraska football with as bad as they've been in the last five years with him there. Uh, Frost has been the most overrated coach I've ever seen in my life. Uh, literally, I have never seen a guy get more hype and have zero results than this guy. He should have been fired already, if you ask me, in Lincoln. Are you kidding me? Tom Osborne, what he built there in Lincoln with the Huskers and what they've done in the Big Ten is laughable. It's embarrassing. But I'll say this. They beat the living shack out of Northwestern last year. And I believe fully they have better athletes in Lincoln than they do in Evanston, Illinois, on the north side of Chicago. Uh, I do not. And, and I, I like Fitzgerald. I get it. People like him. He's Irish, all the rest. None of that does anything for me. They don't get athletes at Northwestern like they do at Lincoln, Nebraska. That's all there is to it. That line went from 13 to 11. Now, I think both teams stink, but you can't tell me that Nebraska isn't better than Northwestern. I think that you're right. Talent pound for pound, player for player, they're probably better than them. Uh, I'm taking the points with Northwestern uh, tomorrow. I'm going to take Pat uh, over there. And, uh, look, Pat don't play. They had, a, they had a bad year last year. They were 3-9. and nine historically, he bounces back good after bad years, and he gets his team going, has some seniors. I, I, I don't think they're as good as Nebraska, but I think that this is tough ask for Nebraska to lay all these points the first game of the year uh, all over there across the pond. So I'm going to take my shot, Scotty, uh, with Northwestern. Tomorrow. That might be a, a good bet based on uh, opening day and the points and a Big Ten game where they're actually going at each other, and it counts. So you might have something there, fair enough. But uh, Thompson should be able to uh, show what he's made of. They have more speed, more size, more depth. And, uh, you know, Frost and Fitzgerald ain't playing. So I no. still think Nebraska wins that game. You might be right on the number. I'd be more inclined to just bet on the money line in this game than to mess around. I don't trust Northwestern as far as I can spit. I will say that I used to troll that campus for chicks, though. I always like sleeping with smart chicks, Garber High, as you know. 
uh, here we go. This is I'll give you the up to the second numbers for these <laughs> games tomorrow. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you mentioned it. This has gone down to 11 and a half now. Nebraska, the favorite over in Dublin. Here are the other games. UConn visits Utah State. This has trickled down to 26 and a half. I've heard all the rumbling, Scotty, that Mora has brought in a lot of transfer talent to UConn and that they're not going to be as embarrassing as the last couple of years. I'm taking the big sticks with the Huskies out at Utah State tomorrow. How about that? Wyoming is at Illinois to take on the Fighting Illini. This has gotten to 14 at this very moment. Two touchdowns now for the Fighting Illini. Also have Charlotte and Florida Atlantic up there. This is now minus seven from Florida Atlantic. I know we had seven and a half on the screen before. What do you like in those four? You already said. Well, I think, you know, look, Florida Atlantic's been a lot better the last few years down in Boca. I think that they have a shot to win this game in their building, get it done, and it's going to be steaming, piping hot. So Charlotte thinks it's, it's hot in Charlotte. Go down and play football in Boca in late August and have fun. Watch what happens to that team in the second half. And then as far as Illinois, I'm not sure Illinois can beat anybody by 14 points. I think that there might be a slight sliver of a chance the Cowboys could cover that number. But every time a team from out there comes and plays in a a, a Big Ten town like Champaign-Urbana or otherwise, they get their ass beat. Uh, I'll tell you what. um, The one game that stood out to me, to be honest with you, and and I want no part of UConn because the Huskies, that's a basketball school. I'm not betting any of my money on that football program. They are so bad. They're like a high school team. They really are. So I don't care if Jim Moore or Jesus Christ is the coach. And I know I watched all these big, heavy sharps out in Vegas bragging about being on the Huskies and the 26 and a hook. Like, are you kidding me? No wonder your girlfriend's cheating on you. Who goes and bets a bunch of money on UConn football? You must be half stupid. Uh, that's, uh, that's one thing I'm not as stupid. Uh, I might be dumb, but I'm not stupid. I'll tell you a team I don't trust, New Mexico State. They are literally a Pop Warner team, and I bet you Nevada beats their ass. And I think uh, UTEP, the Miners, at home in the heat, will beat uh, North Texas in UTEP with the rocks and the mountains and all that. I mean, there's probably scorpions out on the field. I don't trust any of those people in the desert. Yeah, the Mean Green uh, are now one-and-a-half-point road favorites at UTEP. Uh, tomorrow I like night UTEP. The Sun Bowl. I like the Miners as well in that game. Nevada, eight-and-a-half-point favorites at New Mexico State. That has trickled down. It was 12-and-a-half a couple of weeks ago. And the late-night game, Scotty, the bailout blowout on the islands. Vandy and Hawaii up to nine-and-a-half for the Commodores now. Hawaii, 11-1 against the spread. Their last 12 home openers. I like Hawaii on the number. I mean, it's gotten worse by the day. It was 6.5, then it was 8.5, now it's 9.5. The commodes, honestly, I don't even know if they can win the game, let alone cover that number. I know you're all over Hawaii, but you'll be three sheets to the win by the time that game takes Uh, off. So you're going to wake up Sunday morning with that score, I have a feeling, Carver High. I probably am not going to. I don't trust uh, either team. I don't make the bet. If you don't trust teams, do not make that bet, folks. 
my guy Timmy Chang taking over there at Hawaii. Get that spread offense going, baby. Run it up, baby. Let's go. There are four other games that have not been on the board. They're starting to get on the board today. This, of course, is some of the uh, Power 5 teams taking on uh, the second-class citizens, if you would, Scotty. UNLV and Idaho State, I'm seeing 23-and-a-half for UNLV. I'm seeing 42 now for Florida State against Duquesne. Florida A&M, there was a story today, they weren't going to travel to play North Carolina. They're going to not have, like, half their team. Now they are going. I'm seeing North Carolina up to now 42-and-a-half in that one uh, as well, Scotty, as they take on the Rattlers of Florida A&M. Yeah, I mean, that's a scary number. And, you know, listen, Florida State has been god-awful stench for several years now. And you're telling me they're going to beat – I know the Duquesne Dukes. Listen, let me tell you something. Dukes. I used to live in Pittsburgh my whole life. I didn't even know they had a football team. I just knew they had a basketball team. I, I never Give me knew the they Dukes. had a football team. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back on Coast to Coast with Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider and a regular on Coast to Coast every week and Sports Grid in general. He's fresh off of his summer-long NFL preseason camp tour. I mean, he is like touring more than Motley Crue this summer. It is unbelievable. <laughs> and he's got a suntan. He looks fantastic. He's home in for LW. Before we talk about the Cowboys and the Steelers uh, and the stories of today, we had Tim Graham on from The Athletic in Buffalo. Yeah. We have talked at length with uh, him and, and Carver High about the Bills' problem with this punt god, Areza, who will not punt tonight. He will not be on that sideline. He will not be in uniform. And our guess is, is that by tomorrow, he will not be in the NFL uh, when they get back from this trip to Carolina with rape charges pending, uh, with gang rape accusations and lawsuits, and he admitted, allegedly, that he had sex with this 17-year-old girl, and then there were other comments that they said, uh, he, he allegedly said that she should get an STD check because he had chlamydia. 
I mean, we've been talking about this all day. I want to get your reaction to it. It sounds like this gifted, great young talent, his career's over before it starts. Well, I don't know about that, but I could tell you this, that from an NFL standpoint, he cannot be suspended because what's been alleged happened, if it did, before he was drafted. So that this would not transfer unless you're an active NFL player. But yeah, the, the accusations are absolutely sick. I've covered this business for 20 years, and these things, you know, you don't hear about this much. Uh, and it's uh, arise, a matter arises a guy that talking to people, did homework on him. Uh, I don't know if anyone was really aware of this, although I guess his attorney said that the league was aware of it. Uh, that just the just because you know, I was wondering, why did he drop to the sixth round, which is very strange for a guy at an incredible career. But what I was told was the issue with him was hang time. He, he His kicks were, as you know, rocket launchers, but it, the problem is they're line drives and not and, 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 and not enough hang time. So that's what I was told because I was kind of surprised. But the legal issue, what's been alleged, I, I've not heard anyone uh, who, who said that that had anything to do with him dropping. But yeah, his career here is in the balance. And here's the strange thing. They cut veteran kicker, a veteran punter, Matt Hack, this week, uh, who signed with the Colts. So you would have to ask yourself this question. If you're the Bills, when did you find out about this situation? I know Tim very well. I've known Tim for many years. He's a great reporter covering the Bills for The Athletic. Right. I'm sure Tim kind of is dug into that. But if, if you're the Bills, for hell, and you know that there could be a legal issue that's very significant, I don't think you're cutting the veteran punter. Uh, listen, uh, Adam, uh, Tim also mentioned that the attorney uh, walked back on those comments that the NFL and several teams knew about this story before the draft. He, he walked back those comments. Yeah, so the question again is here, when did they find out about this? And at what point did they say, like, again, did they find out before he was selected? Did they find out the last couple of weeks? Because again, if you felt he was in a good place, why would you drop a veteran kicker? Uh, Hack what used to be with the Dolphins. He's been in the league a long time, and the, the, the Colts lost their punter for the season to a torn Achilles, so they signed him after the Bills cut him. But the whole thing for a team that you and I have talked about the Bills now for several months, who m most people think have a very good shot to get the Super Bowl. I get he's a punter, but this is just a this is a side story which they don't need, and I'm I'm interested to see what they do here, uh, particularly uh, for for a team that seemingly doesn't really have off the field problems uh, for several years here. Uh, this one is very significant and cannot be understated. Okay, so the uh, story that Tim gave us even uh, is that they did not know before the draft, but they did know before they cut Hack. So they knew that he had this problem and they still got rid of Hack, which is where the juice of this story is, that the Bills actually knew that the kid was involved allegedly in this gang rape and they still got rid of the other guy. That is what's crazy. And secondly, the fans, 100%, literally, to a, to a man, to a woman and child, they all want this guy gone. That Allegedly, Carver High set up in Buffalo, the fan base, is, and Graham agreed that it's 100% get rid of him. Yeah, and here's the thing. When you look at this particular player, this is a guy that they did in terms of football. Okay, in terms of football, I can't speak to... Uh, the off-the-field stuff, because, again, if they didn't, and I, I do believe that they didn't know before the draft. In fact, as I was saying earlier here, I don't, I asked around this over the last 24 hours if any of the teams I'm close to heard anything about this alleged rape, uh, and no, no, no. But here's the question, though, to move this along here. 
they cut the veteran punter, which theoretically, if you and I were running the team, we would, if we cut a veteran punter, it's not that we think he did or didn't do it. We feel comfortable with his story. That's the way it works in covering this business. When you have an opportunity to keep a veteran punter, guy who's been a longtime player in this league and you cut, you cut him. You must feel at some level okay with the guy that you have, but also, which is important, when, when the public outcry is significant, and remember, he's not, he is not a early round pick, a first or second round pick. That's different. That's different. And when you're when you're a lower round pick, it makes it a little bit easier to get the player. All right, Adam, you uh, have been on the Eagles no matter what, uh, and that was prior to the Tyron yeah. Smith injury and surgery. And we talked to Dr. David Chow today uh, from Sports Injury Central. He said he's not coming back in December from this thing. It's a very yeah, long process. Yeah. And uh, we know that uh, Tyler Smith, their top pick, is going to take the job. But explain to me now what you think of the Cowboys with this mess. This is not good. To me, the balance of power is going to change here. Let's not forget, they cut the right tackle. Lael Collins is now with the, the Bengals. Terrence Steele, who could play right or left tackle, was a versatile backup, but he's now going to be a full-time starter. Connor McGovern, we'll start for Connor Williams, who signed with the Dolphins. I was actually with the Dolphins this week, and Williams will be a starting guard for them. Uh, and remember now, this is three changes now from the playoffs when they lost at home to the 49ers. But the big one with Tyron Smith, who turns 32 later this season, this is what I'm told by multiple personnel sources on Tyler Smith. One guy told me he's a major project, like the player, as a third-round pick, not a first-round pick. A guy out of Tulsa who needs major work, needs, needs major development. He does not think, and by the way, we should mention, Tyler Smith is already losing the left guard job uh, to, to Connor McGovern. So their last chance to play him would be as the backup left tackle. Now he's got to start. For a guy who people are in the league, I trust, think is a major project. This absolutely is impactful. Pharrell, they have a right-handed quarterback here. This is the blind side protector here. A guy that a lot of people I trust think is a project. That 10.5 win total, I lower it to 9.5, 9.5 or 10. It's, it's now currently 10.5 and, and plus 145. Still the favorite, by the way. To repeat, this would be the first division repeat since 2004 for the NFC since the Eagles won back-to-back-to-back championships in that division. So they have three new offensive linemen on a team that got their ass beat by the Niners in the playoffs. That's a, a problem. That's a Steeler problem with their, their problem up front at the same thing Dallas has now. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, so to me, yes, Philly now is still at nine and a half, nine and a half wins where I like the over, uh, but they're just plus 155. So clearly uh, FanDuel thinks that it's close and it should be. Uh, look, the, the, I give the Cowboys credit for winning uh, last season and doing what they did, but they had an awful loss at home to the 49ers. Uh, they got handled. There's no question about it. So this bothers me. Now, the question is, will they look into another left tackle to add competition or depth? Because you, you're asking for it to go with it, a really untested kid. I know it's got a lot of upside, a lot of athleticism. He's really tall. But again, according to my sources, he's a major project. What about the uh, Buccaneers uh, with their – they must be licking their chops for this opener uh, with an offensive line full of uh, guys that have no clue what they're doing. What are they going to do to them? Well, by the way, though, now, now hang on a second. The Buccaneers have four offensive line changes from last season, but they're mostly in the interior. They're, both their tackles are back. So that does worry me a little bit. But the Bucs are absolutely loaded on offense. There's no question about it. Julio Jones, as I told you a couple weeks ago, was having a great camp. 
Uh, defensively, they're really, really strong. They match up well. Michael Gallup's not going to be ready at wide receiver for the Cowboys. So you have to you have to like the Bucs uh, clearly in that game. And look, the, the Cowboys are a team, and I, I give uh, Mike McCarthy credit. He's pretty, pretty resilient there. But it's hard to overcome the loss of your left tackle. That is really, really difficult at this late stage. Will Dallas take advantage of Tampa's problems up front to rough up Tom Brady in that game? It seems to me that's their only chance to be in this game is if they get him on the ground because both teams have problems up front, but Dallas still has a good defense with Parsons. I don't disagree with you about anything about Tampa's offense, but how good can your offense be if your quarterback's running for his life because your offensive line sucks? Yeah, and look, when we see this game, there's no question the Buccaneers now have an advantage. Now, I would say one thing on the Bucs, Brady's got a quick release. He can handle pressure, but he does not like inside pressure. Quarterbacks don't. You're gonna you're going to have three offensive line changes. Shaq Mason was acquired from from the Patriots. He'll he'll be one of the starting guards. They're going with two. You're going with a young center, Hainsey, who's a second year player, and they're going with right. a, a young guard there at the other spot. So that does worry me a little bit. It is amazing. Two teams that a lot of people think highly of this season have major challenges on their offensive line. All right, let's talk about the Steelers. They're going to start Mitch on Sunday against the Lions. And then I'm assuming uh, Monday or Tuesday, somewhere in that neighborhood, Tomlin will finally announce who his starting quarterback is. Yeah, and it's interesting that Trubisky, who we know had an advantage, a pretty big advantage coming into camp, is, I don't want to say lost it, but Pickett has narrowed the gap. He is now the number two. Mason Rudolph will come in as the third, but Pickett, that last game, Pharrell, because he threw the ball a little bit deeper, that was the thing. You know, the first game, yes, he was very accurate, but he had a lot of checkdowns. On the last game, uh, he really, really drove the football, and you're looking to see that from him because he doesn't have a great arm. Trubisky's got a, a better arm. But this thing is interesting. I, I'm, I, give, I give Mike Tomlin credit for, for not just saying, you know what, let's, let's let the kid get comfortable. Let's have him be the number two quarterback. No, he's giving Pickett a legit shot to win it. Still, to be clear, Trubisky in his sixth year is still the favorite. Uh, but I look forward to seeing this. And also one little, one other note here, which if you're a Steeler fan, you got to love this. Jalen Warren, who's an undrafted free agent, it's been the story of training camp, talking to someone close to the team. Right. He's got a real shot to make it as an undrafted free agent. You know, they're not really good at backup running back uh, in, in back of Najee Harris. He's been terrific right. out of Oklahoma State. And the big thing here, this is big. He's been terrific catching the football over two games, seven for 54 and a touchdown. They don't have a designated third down back. This is pretty big here. I think this kid's going to make it. Well, let me ask you this question, because I'm hearing from my sources that uh, Mason Rudolph has a, a bigger market right now than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo around the NFL, and that the Steelers have talked to several teams about moving him. Understand something. Jimmy Garoppolo's making $24.2 million. Mason Rudolph is making about $2 million. And that's Mason why. Ba- right. Mason Rudolph is a backup quarterback. He's no better than number two. I'll say this. Most people around the league were like, why would, why would they open up the job not just the two guys, the three people. But Tomlin got this right. This is the best I'm told Mason Rudolph has looked in a long time in training camp. Pickett has come on, and Mitch Trubisky has gotten better. He's, he's been steady. He's a pretty good athlete for the position, second overall pick in 2017. So Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season, knows what he's doing. Uh, Adam Kaplan secretly hates my Steelers because he's such an Eagles homer, and he's hoping 
uh, my season uh, is a disaster and that they go under seven and a half wins. And right now he has his fingers crossed behind his back as he knows it's true. He's trying to put a knife in my back because of the Steelers. <laughs> Screw your Eagles. Have a great weekend, Adam. Welcome home. Glad you're back home. Same great job this SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, fast forward, Pharrell, and your face with the Pharrella finish. A roller coaster malfunctioned at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, and several people were hurt. Young Chop rides that roller coaster all the time. Uh, El Toro, they call it, Carver High. Vanessa Bryant donating the $60 million from the Kobe photo lawsuit win to the Mamba and Mambasita Foundation. Second Miami police officer arrested in three days is charged with domestic violence. All the cops down in Miami apparently having a problem with the better half. Ozzy Osbourne says he stopped taking acid after talking to a horse. (laughs) 13-year-old girl charged in the fatal beating of a New York City caddy. She knocked this guy out. He fell back, hit his head on the cement, and died on the spot. Now her life is over. Former Ohio State DB Marcus Williamson charged with kidnapping and robbery. Took some chick hostage. Made her go to the ATM machine for a nickel because he wanted to get some of that butter. Rex Ryan, we told you going to be on The Amazing Race. He is fat and ugly. Team paralyzed after deadlifting 660 pounds. They said he had a tumor on top of it. Experts say we should all be getting laid at least twice a week, and it will also prevent COVID. Mafia, get my schedule. Can, can we keep doing the show? Don't talk about set. Oh, uh, all right. Man calls police when hired prostitute attempts to leave. He hired her for services rendered. She didn't like him, was leaving. He wasn't having it. He called the police. Rick Ross says he'll offer $10 million to anyone uh, that will fight Jake Paul. Aren't we done with this clown asshat already? Congress admits UFOs not man-made. Says threats increasingly exponentially. The UFOs are everywhere. Aliens. Stephen A. Smith has to be run for president. Man, check yourself, son. <laughs> check yourself. I mean, narcissist city here, bro. Honestly. Australian nightclub bans staring without verbal consent from the other person. Hey, listen, honey, you don't mind if I stare at you for 20 minutes, do you? No, we're good. All right, carry on. Two Fayetteville women charged with making 
fake bomb threats at Campbell's Soup. Now, who wants to blow up the Chunky Soup Company? Honest to Christ. Have a great weekend. GTD is next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.